everybody and thank you for joining me for this new episode of The Daily Optimist. Today is the 21st of June. It is a Monday and Mondays can mean the start of your work week. Maybe it's a weekend for you. Maybe you're having the day off because of the newly instated Juneteenth holiday. If you know what that means, hopefully you're having time to celebrate, like I told you, to celebrate on the last episode. Maybe you uh, are getting paid for it. Awesome. But make sure you know what the day actually means. Alright, so as we start out the new week, there's always um, the summertime blues that can come. Those usually don't come until later on in the year. Or uh, the summertime, but, well, you know, with the dog days of summer, the really hot days. But, nonetheless, you may have to change your schedule because you have kids who are not in school now. Things are changing again. Vacation times. Whatever's happening in your life, I hope you're finding positive ways to spend your time. I hope you're finding positive people to spend your time with. And I hope you are finding ways to increase the value of your life, the value of others' lives, your community, all the above. All right, we always have work to do. It's never done, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming when you can try to do it in a positive way. All right, challenges abound, but we can press on. All right, so let's get to it now. Time for the news stories. Thanks for joining me. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning. And you are listening to The Daily Optimist. So my first news story today is going to come from the uh, Olympic Games and what's happening with Tokyo. So Tokyo is going to be allowing some domestic fans to attend events, even with the uh, fears of COVID. And this is according to an NBC News article. Um, So local spectators will be allowed. The venues will be limited to 50% capacity with up to 10,000 domestic fans able to attend the event. Um, So sorry about that noise. I think I just heard a uh, fire siren going off in that um so there was um you know there's obviously continued worry about making sure they're taking into account any possible variants or they they're uh making sure to have these protocols that are in place to to be strict so that none of the athletes uh, uh are exposed really they're saying um you have to still wear masks in in while being a spectator um there no shouting or speaking loudly it's going to be an interesting year uh for the olympics but it's better than them being completely canceled you know they were supposed to be last summer 2020 but uh obviously that did not go so they're now planning for 2021 and it's supposed to kick off uh july 23rd um they still have some restrictions put in place there's some areas under quasi emergency until june uh july 11th so um you know there's there's a bunch of back and forth about how it's going to really work and um 
I don't know if anybody knows specifically uh, what's going to happen. And everybody is still in a uh, state of trying to figure it out. So it's going to be interesting to see what officially uh, ends up happening at the Olympic Games in Japan. So hopefully we have some kind of Olympics go on, but we won't know for a little bit. But as of now, they are planning to have them. Alright, my second news story is coming from the Stonewall Inn, and this is according to a CBS News article on cbsnews.com. Um, if you're not familiar with the Stonewall Inn, it has quite the history where in uh, June 1969, that is where bar patrons fought with police who uh, were carrying out a raid against the gay um gay rights basically and that is the moment where it really uh started to um take off with the gay rights activism uh a year later is when they had the first uh, gay pride march uh so what's happening now with the stonewall inn is uh they are looking to basically have a little protest which i i think it happened over the weekend could be coming up on the weekend um protest some anheuser bush beers specifically um the co-owners stacy lentz and kurt kelly said they would be insisting the uh, in instituting there's the word the ban on friday in support of the keep your pride campaign which is a um an effort that is highlighting five companies that are said to be supporting pride but they also contribute to lawmakers uh, and the like who promote anti-lgbtq policies so it is um a project of corporate accountability action and they use uh, data from the national institute on money and politics and it shows that anheuser-busch has contributed more than thirty-five thousand to 29 legislators it described as anti-LGBTQ between 2015 and 2020. And um, Lentz said, We just felt Stonewall having the platform, the power to do this. It was important to stand up. We really just want Anheuser-Busch to stop donating to lawmakers who are trying to legalize discrimination. Anheuser-Busch uh, released a statement saying, We support candidates for public office whose policy positions and objectives support investments in our communities, job creation, and industry growth. So they didn't really uh, say anything about it. It's kind of a broad statement. Um, it also says, Together with our brands, we have a clear role to play in bringing real change and creating an inclusive and equitable world where we cherish and celebrate one another. So that says a little more. Um, but it's, I don't know, a pretty interesting standoff that is happening. And hey, if you have, if you're going to stand up for your, for what you believe on either side, then go for it, you know, put your money where your mouth is type thing. And Iser Bush says that they're, uh, looking for real change and they create an inclusive and equitable world where they cherish and celebrate one another while at the same time making those donations you just that's the question like can you do both i don't know is are is anyone free until we're all free 
Do we all have rights if some of us don't have rights? Those are the thoughts. Something to think about and to ponder. We'll see how these uh, things play out. Alright, short news, but I thought those were interesting stories to share with today, and they may have slipped through the cracks. Alright, don't you go anywhere. I'll be back in just a moment, and it will be time for some positivity. It's time for some positive news. Alright, my first news story is coming from SunnySkies.com article. And it is about a um, man that helps a car crash in Oregon. So, uh, Gabriel Lascurian, and I could be mispronouncing his last name. Apologies if I am. He is a shuttle driver for Ben's BNR Auto Wrecking in Oregon, and he was driving his route along uh, the highway in uh, early Monday morning when he spotted a car crash where the car was engulfed in flames and there were a young uh, man and woman trapped inside screaming for help. So he said uh, he wasn't sure what was happening at first. But he realized this was a flight or fight moment, and uh, at 2.15 a.m., he uh, decided to fight. So it said that he jumped over the embankment and used the tools from his tow truck to pull them out of the car just moments before it exploded, it says. And he goes on, uh, Gabriel Luscurian says, Nothing like how movies depict it. It was so much harder to actually deal with physically, no matter how strong I was, and emotionally, the thoughts and decisions I had to make at a split second, I had to just put myself aside and say, I have to do this. There was a moment when I literally thought I might die. If I get close enough to that car right now, if I got back and get him, I'll die. Or maybe if I go back and get him could be a mis uh, misprint on that. If I go back and get him, I'll die. So, but he didn't give up. He did do that. And he said when he was holding the uh, young lady, he, she's blonde, and he was thinking of his daughter. Um, and, you know, he's thinking of Father's Day coming up. So this must have been a week ago, and he couldn't imagine losing a child this close to Father's Day. So he was able to uh, determine that the driver fell asleep and ran off the road. And then he believes that he arrived right at the time he says there's got to be a purpose i guess i don't know i don't know i'm just grateful that i was there it makes no sense i was there right at the exact same minute right on time why did i leave early that morning why did i stop and make that one stop before i even got to that point on the road why there's a whole bunch of whys but it all worked out it did and there's a video that uh you can watch that uh shows how the car is engulfed in flames it's pretty Pretty interesting and disturbing, but thankful for him for making the decision to uh, just run towards the burning car and rescue the people inside. A fight or flight moment indeed. And he fought, and they fought, and they survived. Thank you to him for his uh, ability to do that. My second story is going to come from Yemen. And, uh... Yemen is, I guess, one of the poorest nations in the world. Um, 
But what happened? It, it was uh, just another. It was just another day for a group of poor Yemeni fishermen, and this is according to an article on GoodNewsNetwork.org. Um, but they were out off the southern port of Aden, and a dead sperm whale was hooked up to some fishing vessels and dragged ashore. They inspected the whale's interior, interior, and it revealed a 280-pound lump of what is uh, known as floating gold, but really goes by the name of ambergris, which is a substance used to stabilize fragrances and perfumes. Um, it is produced in the intestines of sperm whales. It protects the lining of the intestines from the sharp beaks of the squid, which make up the majority of their diet. Um, it has been used in liquor, a flavoring agent in liquor and coffee, and as incense in ancient China, Egypt, and elsewhere. Um, I looked up real quick, and it's also like banned in certain places, and it's because it's usually um, you know you have to poach a whale to to get it out. Um, but it, for these folks, they had found a a, a whale that was already um, dead, so they didn't have to do any of that. So, an Emirati businessman bought the ambergris from them for one point five million dollars. Which is again for one of the poorest, most uh, poor countries in the world. It's a huge sum. But what makes this even greater is that they didn't fight. The money was shared among the 35 men who decided to give a portion towards helping their community on top of having the money for themselves. Shared it with the, all 35 of them and helped their community. Uh, one of the fishermen, named Abdul Hakim, said, From one moment to another, our lives changed. There are those who bought boats, others built or fixed their houses. I built my house. I built my future. Um, another another um, fisherman named Salim Sharif says, We are simple people, fishermen looking for our catch every day. If you find your catch for the day, you thank God. Suddenly, the most merciful gave us this that is pretty impressive um so again they didn't fight over it they shared it amongst all 35 and even helped their community now that is a great happy ending to the fact that they found this were given 1.5 million and uh, are bettering their own lives and helping the community in which they live great job all right, so that's going to bring me to my step of the day. So my, I, what I really want you to do is think about like finding hidden like treasures or hidden meanings or hidden whatever the case may be. So oftentimes we we think of it being hidden and and. You know, like a treasure is hidden with the map, but there's not always something that we can go out and actively seek. Sometimes it's hidden right in front of us. And like for those, um, for those fishermen, it was hidden right in that whale and they didn't expect that, but they found it and it changed their lives. So how do we find hidden meanings or hidden whatever? How do we find that? How do we know where to look? 
Well, it's involved with being open, understanding that, you know, things are not always as simple as they seem. There, there's sometimes much more if you, if you dig a little deeper or ask the, the right questions or, you know, spark the right conversation. You can find so much more meaning for, for people, for yourself, for a situation. But you have to actually dive deeper. All right? And it may not be the same for everybody. You may get something different out of it than somebody else. And that's okay. You know, we look at things differently through our own perspective lens and through the things that we bring in with us. And that's just how life is. But it doesn't mean you still can't find a hidden meaning in something. And maybe if you put that something away and didn't find it, somebody else will. Just how it goes. But you just have to know how to find and how to look and how to dig and how to question and see. Like the the tow truck driver, Gabriel. Like... If he hadn't been, if he hadn't left his house at the time he left, if he hadn't, you know, made that one stop, but everything happened and there's a, he was ended up in the right spot as well. So he saved lives. And my quote today for that is going to come from Pablo Picasso. He was a Spanish painter, sculptor, printmaker, ceramicist, and theater designer. All right, Pablo Picasso, and his quote goes like this. I simply painted, painted images of what was before my eyes. It is for others to find hidden meaning in them. One more time. I simply painted images of what was before my eyes. It is for others to find hidden meaning in them. So he painted what he saw and it meant something to him. But as each person looks, it can mean something different to every single one of them. Some may have the same meanings. Some may get something completely different. But you have to know how to look for it. And what does it mean? What does it mean to you in your life? Is it just a simple meaning of happiness? Is it a meaning of a smile? Does it mean it's not for you? Because not everything is for you, and that's okay. But just find as many hidden meanings as you can. And if you can't, that's okay. On to the next. You got this. I know you do. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining me for this episode of The Daily Optimist. I will be again with you tomorrow, and we'll do it all over. Well, new stories, new ideas. Thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you. As always, please rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share with anybody who needs a little positivity and optimism in their day. I appreciate you all, everyone. Until next time, please be well.